This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to episode 54 of the Get Well With Me podcast. I'm your host, Adrienne from adriennehart.com. Our philosophy here is excellence, not perfection. And together we explore the benefits of aligning our inner mind with our wellness goals. And we embrace the idea that happiness is homemade and our life is only as good as our mindset. As a wellness leader, I aim to inspire, uplift, and empower you on your own unique wellness journey. Please subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, CastBox, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you'd like to listen. All right, let's get into the episode. So what's stressing you out? Probably something that you saw online, maybe an interaction that you had with a family member or a friend, or perhaps it was a robot and you didn't even know it. (laughs) That is the world that we live in. There used to be this base reality where basically we were all working from the same place. Certain things were true for everyone. Everyone across the country read the same newspaper articles. So although we would form different opinions about the the news and whether or not it was true or not, we were all working from the same base reality. And now our base reality is completely different. So when I go online, there's this representation, there's this filter of the world. And it's not what the internet thinks that I want to see. It's actually what will keep me on the platform um, as long as possible. So this is a business model, okay? It's it's not necessarily any other type of a model. This is a fact, Um Facebook and every social media is designed to keep you on that platform for as long as possible. That's the reason that if you go onto Facebook or Twitter and you just post a link, it's not going to show it to almost anyone because it doesn't want you to click on the link and leave the platform. What is rewarded is content that promotes the most engagement. So if you have a controversial topic and you have people arguing in the comments on the post, whether they're real people, whether they're um, bots, um, which please be aware, you may be arguing with bots. They're not even human beings. They're just, that's how good artificial intelligence is. It knows how to keep you on the platform. It knows how to troll and trigger you. (laughs) So um, fortunately, I have been able to think really clearly about these things just 
most recently because I've done a an internet fast. It started with like I I started to feel like I was um losing my mind in a way because I just was so angry all the time. Like there was just no shortage of things that would just really fire up my adrenaline and and even like moments of rage. And then how about the moments of internal rage where, <laughs> you know, you have to act normal, but on the inside, you're just like burning up. Um, that happens when you go online. There's so much there that is designed intentionally to upset you and make you afraid and to keep the loops open in your mind so that you'll continue to go back to have your own ideas revalidated. Um, the longer that I stayed away from Facebook, and this is going back to, um, it's been more than a month. So like, let's say it's been approximately five or six weeks since I have even looked at Facebook. Um, it wasn't enough. Like the addiction was so strong to continuously have my ideas validated or to look up more information that made me feel safe. That's the whole idea with why people turn the news on in the morning. It's so that we can see what's going on in the world and feel like we understand it and make sense of it and then have a, a game plan or thought process that makes us feel the most safe so that we know how to respond. But what happens is we're not fully aware that this is not just mass hypnosis, right? Because if you've been listening to this podcast long enough, you realize everything is hypnosis, especially on social media or while watching TV, because you easily can fall into a trance um, from videos. You know, your brainwaves drop down into theta and then boom, I mean, there's access to your your subconscious mind. But I'm saying like taking this a step farther is waking up to the fact because it is a fact. I mean, it is waking up to the fact, just realizing that what you see in your newsfeed on any platform, it is not what someone else sees on theirs. It is not. So for instance, I may have friends and family that when they go online, they see a completely separate set of news. They see a completely separate set of controversial content. They have their own idea of what is funny, what is not, and what angers them. And you'll notice more and more and more that you see content that angers you or scares you. Uh, that is the magic formula to keep you on that platform for the longest amount of time. I'm breaking this down real quick because I have gotten so much value from this internet fast. Um, I, I really was feeling toxic. I was noticing that the tone of my thoughts was angry and I was recognizing that that's really not congruent with who I am and who I choose to be. There's no room in my heart and my mind to have disdain for other people in the one and only human race. And there's certainly no room in my heart and mind to have angry thoughts towards people who I love, respect, and care about. 
I've always been that person that because of my education in understanding how the unconscious mind works to give people a lot of grace and realize that it is an unrealistic expectation to expect people to see things the way that you do based on the fact that they had a different upbringing than you. They had a different environment than you. They're currently in a different environment, a different workplace. They're surrounded by all these different influences. But where do we spend the most time? Online. Online. You have this thing on your phone called um, digital well-being. Um, if you haven't, I'm sure Apple has some form of this, but if your phone is an Android, look at the digital well-being app that is in there and it will tell you how much time that you're spending on social media. And for the longest time, I've utilized that app to kind of like keep myself in check or realize when it's really sickening. Like I've spent multiple hours per day just staring at TikTok or, you know, I don't know, just being on Facebook for way too long. So that was a interesting way to really check myself and not lie to myself about how much time. Like, for instance, people say, oh, I only go on Facebook, you know, just once in a while. So I know what's going on. I call bullshit, major bullshit. Look at your look at your digital well-being. It will tell you. It will tell you how many hours in the week. I mean, if it's one hour a day, that's seven hours a week. That's like almost a whole entire work day. And let me tell you, you already know it's more than an hour a day. So um like be aware of those tools and resources, but be honest with yourself. And I have to just be honest with you. I was deluding myself about the way that I wanted to think like I was in control and that social media wasn't in control. But the truth is that this is it's you can you can't win against it. You can't win against it. It's like there's the playground with the bullies on it and you just keep going there every single day and getting beat up. Except for imagine this. Imagine if the bullies who are in the playground, like they really think they're right and they're not bullying you. They think they're just standing up for what they believe. And you think that you're just being you and you're just standing in your values and that you're not bullying anyone, right? But ultimately, we're in this toxic playground where you see a merry-go-round and someone else sees a sliding board. Like, we're all on this in this same virtual uh, platform, reality, room, playground, whatever we want to liken it to, but we actually are not even seeing the same things. What we're seeing is how wrong other people are. And hey, I am very strong in my values and I know exactly what I believe and I don't blow around like a leaf in the wind. I am a firmly planted tree. My roots are deep and strong and I will not be moved. However, I may be poisoned. I may be poisoned by continuously exposing myself to um, information that is 
whether it's true or not, it's definitely being manipulated to make me more angry and more fearful. So I stay on the platform longer. I don't want to be angry and I don't want to be fearful for, I mean, for one reason, just cancer, angry people, resentful, bitter people. That is how, that is how you get sick, whether it's cancer or something else. It fact, it shuts down your immune system. So I am so hyper aware that my thoughts create my physiology, that my thoughts create my reality as I see it and view it. And I no longer want to plug in to a matrix, so to speak, that is going to take my energy away and even transmute it into something that is harmful to me and the others around me versus nurture myself in, you know, a loving way in an environment that actually is um, healthy and comfortable and peaceful and exciting again, you know, just have that film just come off of your eyes, get the scales off your eyes so you can see again. And I don't have a solution. There is no solution. At this time, I'm very hopeful that there will be a solution, that there will be some way to, you know, get back to some type of a neutral ground. And no one can answer the question, who would be the person or agency that would be trustworthy enough to say what is and isn't allowed on the internet or what practices are or not allowed on the internet? Um, the powers that be, they know what time you take a crap in the morning and they know exactly what to pop up on your phone to get your goat before you even started your day. So... Like, be aware that when you reach for your phone on the crapper or you reach for your phone in line at the store instead of, you know, interacting with the people who are standing in line with you, not only are you just, like, giving in to, like, basically outsourcing your mind. Like, instead of thinking my own thoughts, instead of being intentional about the day that I want to have, instead of being intentional about the connections that I want to make, I'm just outsourcing that to my phone. And my phone is so damn smart that <laughs> it knows exactly what to show me to make me look at it more and more and more and longer and longer and longer to manipulate my behavior, to predict my behavior. So I'm not against cell phones I'm not against the internet. They are amazing tools and resources. And just like you can pick up a gun to protect your home or you can pick up a gun to go and murder someone, realize that the internet is the same thing. And that at this point, there is no outside of ourselves that can protect us from it. I know it's horrifying because it's an addiction. And so it can feel really powerless. It can put you really in a, a you know, a, a feeling of almost being like a victim. And believe me, that is one of the things that we're being manipulated to think is that we are a victim of the circumstances that are outside of us, that are too big for us to control. And um, 
makes us feel powerless and it, you know, keeps us continuously in this addictive loop. If you try to fast from an internet website, um, whether it be Facebook or any other platform that you spend a lot of time on, you will have physical symptoms. Like I felt even more depressed when I got off of Facebook um, and even way more depressed when I really did a real internet fast and just wouldn't allow myself to go on, you know, Twitter, TikTok, Minds, you know, whatever else. Um, admittedly, I did allow myself to listen to audio content. I find it to be a lot less triggering. And I did also impose a rule to myself, no political, medical or anything else that would like check the box as one of my triggers, you know, something that would get me back into that that fear-based cycle. Even the news sources that I do trust and the content that I do trust, I decided to just totally decompress from it. You know, and there's a there's a certain amount of surrender there where you're like, okay, I'm going to not look at the world and hope that it doesn't blow up while I'm not looking at it. But real surrender is realizing that, you know, if the world's going to blow up, it's going to blow up whether you're looking at the internet or not. <laughs> so I know it's like some convoluted mind, uh, mental poison. So um, after recalibrating my mind, now I'm very intentional about what do I want to give mental consent to? Like, what do I want to consent to allowing in my mind? And, you know, between you and I, I am scared. Like, I'm scared what's going to happen when I go back on Facebook. Are all of those angry feelings going to come back? I mean, one day I was so angry from something that I saw that, like, I squeezed the unopened bag of coffee beans until they just, like, bursted out because I was like, something needs to go. Something needs to break. I need, like, something. And fortunately, it was just coffee beans, you know, but... Like when you're physically needing to punch something or burn something down. I mean, this is how. Well, I'm going to stop because I don't I don't want to um, add to any of the, you know, I don't want to add to any of that junk. Right. The whole idea is to detox, to let it out. But I'm going to be very careful about coming back. And I admit that I don't believe there's a way to not come back. I mean, from a business standpoint, Facebook has the monopoly on if I want someone to see an ad and I want it to be a certain person that is familiar with certain content, certain concepts, already follows um, other like-minded individuals, I can pay Facebook 20 bucks and it's going to show my ad to those people. There's nowhere else to go with that. Like there's no other way to do that. They they own the market on knowing everything about a human being and exactly how to sell to them and realize their customer, it's not you, right? So when you're on Facebook, for example, you are not their customer. Their customer is someone who is purchasing ads, that's their customer. And you are the person that they collect 
all of your personal information so they know exactly what you want and when you want it and when you're ready to buy it or when you're ready to vote or when you're ready to go to a concert. They know everything about you because we voluntarily have given them that information. And like, I'm not saying that that's not okay. It's just we need to be aware. When our mind is no longer a crystal clear swimming pool, but it just has, you know, one drop of poison from everybody in our newsfeed in it, it's a cesspool. It's like disgusting. It's repulsive. And when you step out of it for long enough, you start to feel clean again. <laughs> you can hear your own thoughts. And you can have better discernment about your emotions, knowing that they're yours and they weren't just planted there by a nefarious scheme of the internet. <laughs> so recalibrate your mind. I'm not giving you a protocol, not telling you to do an internet fast, none of that. All I'm doing is sharing with you what I've learned over the last few weeks and how much better I feel. Like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much better I feel physically and mentally? 95%? Like, if that was a pill <laughs> that could make you feel physically and mentally 95% better, I would take the friggin' pill. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't have the answer. I just know that I'm feeling better. I'm feeling clear. I'm feeling more creative. You know, when I have all that junk in my head, it's really tough to sit down and make a new meditation script, you know, because it's polluted. It's my mind is polluted. And then that pollution affects everything that it touches, including the relationships that I have with people who I love. So so yeah, recalibrate your mind. Um, I would like to personally hear from you. So um, I'm so not good at checking my DMs on Instagram because I've been doing a Facebook fast <laughs> and an Instagram fast. Um, I guess the best way to reach me would be my email currently until I, um, you know, till I step carefully back into these mucky waters. Um, so it's age, A-G-E, at adrianhart.com. And that would be, if you want to just like send me a direct message, that would be awesome. Something that would help would be to put your comment in the um, listening app. So like if you're on YouTube, which I only have a couple of you over there on YouTube, so thanks for that. Um, but I get thousands of downloads you know, from the actual podcast. And so whatever platform you're using, whether it's like Apple podcast or I mean, I'm a I'm a loyal cast box fan. Just like put your comment in there because that would help the podcast get more attention. It would be a great way for me to hear from you. But if you want it to be like personal, heartfelt, like tell me something you don't want the world to see. A-G-E at AdrienneHart.com. And why is it age at AdrienneHart.com? Because that's what they call me, the people that love me. It's like age is somehow short for Adrian. <laughs> my nieces and nephews call me Aunt Age, and my close friends call me Age. So um, you can call me Age. 
anyway, um, yeah, that's, I'm just, I just wanted to share that, that clarity with you. So I hope that that was helpful. I hope that that was inspirational. Um, you know, I want, I want to warn you, if you go on this journey and you decide to detox your, um, social media and your internet usage and your TV and your news and all of this input, and you want to be more intentional about, you know, less input, more output, then um, that's something we could talk about. Like, I think that would be fun to do as a group. I think that would be fun to do um, so that you did have maybe an outlet for some support. I did this like totally alone, (laughs) totally alone, Um, which was okay because I was like working through my own stuff, writing out things in my journal, like coming to new and fresh conclusions and just seeing what it feels like to be me again. Do you know how many years it's been? I went on Facebook in 2000 it was 2008. It's 2021. That was my first like six weeks off of Facebook since 2008. And you know what's underneath it all? The real me. The me that doesn't seek validation from external sources. The me that can be quiet and okay with myself. The me that realizes, you know what, maybe I'm having a hard time and I'm depressed, but it's like just my own stuff. It's not everyone else's stuff. (laughs) You know, seeing the world through the eyes of people that have different values than you, like it can actually be physically painful. So I don't have to tell you that. I know that you're going through it. The whole entire globe is feeling this, you know, they... This was the words I was trying not to say before was civil war. You know, they keep saying, oh, it's going to be a civil war. Um, It already is, and it's already happening on the internet, right? So I hope that we don't see the day that this becomes a physical manifestation of what's going on in our minds. But as you know, that is how things work. They start in our minds. They're seeds that are planted and rooted, and then eventually we begin to act out our, you know, these behaviors. And the internet can predict your behavior as you know, I've already mentioned, it knows what you're doing, when you're doing it, and when you're most susceptible to, you know, see the content that it wants you to see to keep you on the platform longer, open up your fear loops. So um, take yourself back in whatever that means for you. I'd love your feedback. If you have done this before, and you've been able to like reacclimate back onto the internet in a healthy way, I need your help. So <laughs> send me some tips and tricks um, or your own testimony. Maybe I can put together, um, like I said, a small group or something like that. So I'm really excited for the fact that I am in control of what goes into my mind. And so are you. It might not feel like that. It, actually, that might not even be true for you right now. You might be a total slave you know, I was six weeks ago, a complete slave. My emotions were like uh, a roller coaster and so angry. Like the actual tone of my thoughts were just so angry. How can I say that? How can they think that? Can't they read? Like, and I hate to be like condescending to people. Yeah, they can read and they're reading something completely different than I'm reading and they're being shown different news than I'm seeing. And, you know, that's, 
that's the truth. So let's have grace for everyone who's in our life. Let's have grace for the people who are on the internet that it seems like they're they're acting out or they're being inappropriate. And let's just realize that each person is in their own delusion, you know, and I don't want to put you down or me down, but that is true. When we go on the internet, we're in a bubble of our own delusion. Whatever platform we're on, whatever search engine we're on, it knows who we are. It knows what we do, when we do it, how long we take to respond to a message. It knows that sometimes we try to stay off Facebook for a few days and then we go back on you know, day two or day three, it knows everything. And it's not personal, but it feels personal. So take your mind back, whatever that means for you, whether that's um, opening up that that wellness, that um, um, digital well-being app and just taking like a real honest inventory of the time that you're spending in certain places or whether that's writing down some type of healthy boundary of what you think is an appropriate time because you're a grown up. Mommy's not there anymore to tell you, oh, that's too much. Okay, no more screen time. No, like it's you. It's you. You have to be your own boss and you have to respect the boss in this instance. So I hope that that put a little uh, spark in your mind, a little fire in your heart. And um, until next time, much love. And again, send me that feedback, age at adrianhart.com. Okay. Love you guys. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Uncommon Knowledge Hypnosis Downloads. My closest friends know that I have a secret weapon for getting what I want, and it's hypnosis audio programs. When I discovered the power of hypnosis recordings more than 20 years ago, they were on cassette tape, and I had to flip them over halfway through. <laughs> so thankfully, in 2021, it's as simple as clicking play and closing my eyes. Ah, uh, modern technology. Falling asleep at night to a hypnosis program playing in my ears has not only been the key to drifting off easily, but to waking up more rejuvenated. And no doubt, it's by far the fastest way to make any lasting changes in my life. In the past, I've used hypnosis downloads for anti-anxiety, healthy eating, workplace performance, to make me into a morning person, <laughs> to enjoy cleaning, increase my self-confidence, have the motivation to exercise, and even to make childbirth easier. Yes, hypnosis can do all that because it's actually you deciding to intentionally reprogram your mind that happens to run your life. <laughs> and most recently, I noticed that procrastination was causing me to waste precious, non-refundable time. So I went on a quest to find my answer. That's when I discovered the trustworthy and professional team of hypnotists at Uncommon Knowledge. They're based in the UK, and they put ethics first. They even have a 90-day money-back guarantee to prove it. The quality of their hypnosis recordings absolutely speaks for themselves. Thousands of people have experienced immediate and noticeable results from listening to hypnosis downloads, and I... And one of those people. So I was over the moon to find out that my podcast would be a perfect fit for a sponsor like Uncommon Knowledge. 
you might think it's priceless to program your mind for the body and life that you desire, and especially priceless to not even have to pick up the phone and make an appointment, to just simply put on some headphones while you're comfy and cozy in your own recliner at home. But there is a price, and it's far less than you're thinking. <laughs> for about the same amount as you would spend on your lunch, you can have the tool that you need to free yourself from misery, move towards clarity, so that you can take action. Maybe you want to stop biting your nails or sleep better, or quit smoking, or stop procrastinating. <laughs> What's your thing? Could now be the time to get out of your own way and hold the door open for yourself? You can do that by checking out the incredible selection of hypnosis downloads. There's a link in the show notes, or you can find it at adriannehart.com. Until next time, much love.